0: hello everyone welcome to this episode of no boundaries it's your girl Aisha checking in once again thank you for joining me so tonight we are going to discuss triggered being triggered yes uh we're going to look at the what it is to be triggered we're going to examine um What are the contributing factors that cause people to be triggered? Then we're going to dig a little bit deeper and look at the levels on which you can be triggered. Like, you know, in your business, in your personal relationships, in your family relationships, things of that nature. And how those things come about. And then we're going to look at how do we, you know, fix this? How do we help because it is a mental thing. We're still discussing, you know, some aspects of mental health, guys. So it is a mental thing. Uh, it's like it takes you back to a moment in time when you're triggered. So um, we're going to talk about how to deal with that. So uh, let's dial it back a bit. Um, and let's examine what being, what triggered really is. So when I looked up the definition for uh, triggered, it talks about of course, it, it relates back to guns and it talks about um, the mechanism that is used to shoot guns, where you like pull the trigger and uh, whatever's in the chamber is released from uh, that weapon. And then there was another definition uh, it talks about something that happens to you that's stressful and it, uh, like a stressful situation, and it can trigger. Um, a thought. It can trigger uh, a headache or anxiety. So, basically it's like a mechanism like that takes you back in time to a place that was not so great in your life, probably. And when that happens to us as humans, our mouth becomes the device, much like a gun. When that trigger is pulled, what comes out of our mouth from our mindset in that moment, um, opens up a can of worms, and, uh, we have to deal with that. So, perhaps, uh, a thought initiates a reaction, and in most cases, like, a a negative reaction in someone, um, so let's examine that. So I think back to people that I've encountered in my walk in life and, um, when things happen, you know, I ask them like, you know, well, what's your story? Like, what happened? What happened in your youth? Um, you know, how was your family dynamic, so to speak, growing up as a kid? Because that plays a lot in who we are today. Um... So, when I think of family dynamics, I think of, um, were you raised in a a two-parent household? Were you raised in a single-parent household? Um, Was your mother present? Was your father present? Um, And not only were they present, uh, were they active or were they presently absent? You know, because that, you know, that really has been like, um, something that I think we overlook because we always so focused on the individual being there in the physical, that they are like zoned out or not there in the headset or the, um, the mind space, their heart's not there. They're not in it. They're just visible. You know what I'm saying? You know, it makes me think about things like You know, if they were absent, um, do you have mother hunger or father hunger? Um, and for those who are not familiar with what those are, um, when you have an absent parent, you long for that parent, um, to be there. So you look for people to fill that need, um, fill that void, or you, um, like for example, if... Your mother is absent. Um, You may be a young man. And your mother is absent. But you have your dad to teach you how to be a man. But you long for the nurturing of your mother. So there is some mother hunger there. So you may. um, Find yourself dating older women. Because in the midst of dating the older women. It gives you. uh, It also meets another need. So to speak. uh, To fulfill that void of your mother not being there. So, um, that's one thing to look at. Also, it goes the same way for like if, uh, a young woman is being raised by her mother and she can teach her how to be a young woman. Um, but she still needs the affirmation of her dad to be the first one to be her first date and teach her, um, how a man is supposed to treat her and, uh, protect her, so let's say if, you know, her dad was, uh, what we consider to be a bad boy, um, and she dated guys who reminded her of her dad and who he was told to, uh, whom she was told that he was, um, so in her mind maybe that helps her be closer to her dad because she's dating someone like her dad. So um, the family dynamics can trigger how we operate in relationships, whether it be um, you've experienced mental, physical abuse, uh, addiction, abandonment, uh, you have people who are self-centered and self-consumed and that affects people, Uh, people who've been neglected a number of of things can contribute to someone being triggered. And then I know you have some people out here who may say, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, I don't have that issue. Um, um <clears throat> excuse me. I would like to say remember everything has a beginning. Uh everyone um uh, generates from their parents. And those thoughts, ideas, emotions, situations, uh, behaviors, whatever it is, uh, they have the possibility to have a negative or a positive impact for you to be like them in some way, shape, or form, or to gravitate to the total opposite. Um, be, I believe behaviors, uh, Become patterns, and it could be from generational curses or generational cycles uh, that need to be broken, but those things can follow us on, you know, into our adult life. So, outside of family dynamics <clears throat> triggering us, I would like to look at the business world as well. Now, if you're out and you're, you you operate as an entrepreneur or you are part of um, an organization from the heads of organizations uh, down to the person that greets you at the front door, whatever your position is, um, you think of business, you think of small business, big business, mergers, partnerships. Um... can be working and functioning very well, but if you have a past that represents a not so great um, business portfolio, where let's say you've had some bad investments, or you didn't make uh, good on a couple of deals, or you um, had some financial failures in your personal life as well, that kind of, you know, trickled over into your business life, that creates, uh, that can create a trigger, that can create fear, and you hold on to um, what you got, like um, the scripture about how, um, oh, forgive me, I had a brain fart, oh, the scripture about how God entrusted the talents to people, right? And you think about it and you say, okay, well, what does that have to do with being triggered? If you're in business and you've made some not so great decisions and things have not worked out well for you and you have experienced your seasons of um, continued failure, so to speak, you are less likely to be so generous. You are less likely to help the next person along and show them what you've learned because you feel that you failed on some level. So you hoard whatever finances and resources and talents that you have that could help the next person, and you just stay stagnant in this kind of um, hamster-on-the-wheel mentality in your own little world. Um, It's kind of like operating in a, like I said, in a selfish financial hoarding kind of situation. You keep it all to yourself when... um, You do gain, and you fear, and you fear failures, and those things trigger you, and it kind of paralyzes you to stay where you are. Instead of uh, casting your net again, like Peter did, to to get the big win, you know? So, uh, that can play a role as well, and that affects business relationships, like especially if you're in a partnership or... Some type of uh, merger or collaboration. You have to work as a team. Um, and you suffer such loss in those areas. You would, Some people are less likely to want to work with someone else. For fear that they may outshine them. Or that they may be successful. And they may look like the failure. Or um, they are reluctant to help them. Because um, they want the credit for Or, you know, things of that nature. Okay, guys. um, Another area to look at when you're talking about being triggered is your personal life. Um, And most of... When you look at personal life, you think of relationships. Um, Because, again, whether that be your family, your children, uh, your significant other, your spouse... Or your best friends, those are all relationships. So when I think about triggers and I think about relationships, I think of breaking down the word relationships. Like you think of relating, like how do I, you know, relate to you? And can we be, it's like, how can I relate to you? And we're in this boat of life together. And as we're on this boat of life together, um, Can will I find myself sinking or floating with you? Are we cruising? Are we getting to the next level of destiny and destination in life? Um, And as we're going about our uh, daily business, so to speak, if I am triggered in some way, um, what does that go back to? Unfortunately, it goes back to some area in my life where there was a deficiency, uh, an area in life where there was uh, some form of hurt or lack um, that required me to find a way to shield myself. So when we're looking at that as far as our relationships and we think of um, the deficits and how it impacts our ability to trust, um, build and maintain relationships in all areas of life because anything that's said can, uh, trigger us. So I'm gonna give you an example. So let's just say like I've had instances in life where, um, people would say, Oh, we're, you are uh, too helpful or you're too controlling or you always got to put your two cents in when I, you know, I mean no harm I'm just giving out advice or, you know, I'm just being me, so to speak but because of issues that they've had in their past they find my behavior offensive, so it's like um, even though you've done nothing wrong, and they've really done nothing wrong they view it as, it's a trigger, so they view it as an offense, and so it's been instances where I've, uh, talked to people, and they're just like, well, you know, you said, or you did, blah, 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 and I'm just like, oh, wow, well, you know, that wasn't my intentions, or you took it the wrong way, and it's like, if you're able to create a dialogue that is also helpful with people, um, when they feel triggered because truth be told any of us can be triggered because everyone if you have lived long enough you have a past you have something that um, didn't go well in life whether it was in your childhood your teens uh, as a young adult at work at home um, you know just life in general so anyone can be triggered Um, so with that being said it's like how do we move Past that part, when the scales are unbalanced in your life in that area, um, how do you move forward? So what I have thought about is that um, we have to identify what triggers us and be willing to be able to uh, be transparent with the individual in that moment if it's possible and um, allow them to come into your space and view things from your your lens of life. In doing so, people will understand why it is that you're triggered, whether it's mentally, physically, financially, your relationships, or in your career. They'll begin to understand um, how and why you're triggered and uh they'll understand that it's kind of like a a muscle memory thing to where um let's say if you injured yourself and uh it's in your mind you remember how you injured your ankle walking down the flight of stairs blah 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 so even though it hasn't happened in a very long time you're mindful of that so you're mindful of how you move and maneuver as you're walking forward it's the same thing when you're triggered in any other area in your life so um You want to get people to try to, like I said, be transparent and get people to try to understand why it is that you're triggered and allow them to um, help you. You can educate them on why and then they can give you, um, depending upon who it is in your circle, if you feel uh, safe in that area, to allow them to come into your life and shed some light for you to be able to move forward as well you want to try to be as vivid as you can with your expression, uh, to, so they can go back to that moment with you. So, um, like for example, for me coming up and being in and out of the foster care system, um, I've been told by people that, uh, I have a, um, what do you call it? A, um, Foster care mentality uh, or group home mentality, so to speak, and because it's like I'm a giver, right? I'm generous, I give. I it, that's just who God created me to be. But I, it's like in my natural life, I will buy whatever it is for someone else and then buy my own personal stuff and dare you to touch those things because my stuff is sacred and this is my area, and this, this is not. Um, community property, so to speak, Uh, so I used to do that with my children, coming up, I would buy what I call community property for all of them to, you know, to have and and use as they like, whether it be, you know, um, healthcare products, or, I mean, beauty products, or if it would be food, snacks, whatever it was, and then I would buy, like, my own personal stuff for myself, and they were not allowed to touch those things. So that comes from looking back, that comes from uh, that's a trigger, and it comes from me being in and out of the system. And when I was in the system, you had to maintain your area, you had to keep all your own personal stuff with your name on it in your area, and no one was allowed to touch and violate your space. Granted, you know, people would try you or whatever, but uh, those were the rules of engagement for each. Um, place that I got moved from you were to maintain your area and maintain your own supplies or whatever and you know mark your territory so to speak so as a 44 year old woman and grandmother and mother uh, I still operate in that very same uh, rule of engagement I buy whatever for whomever and I buy whatever for myself and I feel violated and taken back to that point of being in the system if someone touches my stuff. So, um, like I said, you want to be as vivid as possible, as transparent as possible when you are triggered and you want to uh, maintain those relationships. You want to let people in and kind of tell, take them back to that moment when whatever occurred so they can see it from your perspective so they'll know, what you were feeling and dealing with in that moment and why you operate the way that you do another thing would be um like I said you can do counseling journaling um expressive arts I'm all for that like you know poetry you know express yourself music dance anything to um redirect that energy and for people who are the family friends bffs and things of that co-workers of people who are um easily triggered for whatever reason if it's your child your man your woman your best friend etc please uh hear them out and be a safe place for them to vent and be transparent and um, do your best to reassure them uh, of your intentions and help them work through that situation. Because I've seen some things that turn out not so great where um, friendships, relationships, uh, business uh, relationships are destroyed because of lack of communication, inability to be transparent and so forth. And when it all could have been fixed with you know, a letter, a phone call, and things of that nature. Um, sometimes, uh, all people need is like, uh, a sounding board for you to listen. Um, not always to be the voice of reason either, but to just listen. Sometimes people, they don't want advice. They don't, sometimes they don't want to save space. They just want to, uh, verbally skip rocks of their thoughts across your mind like you do uh, rocks across a pond of water. Um, It's different, but, you know, that's usually how it is. But also remember that discovery equals uh, recovery. You discover and identify what the issue is and that Creates, like I said, dialogue for you to start the process to uh, share with people and um, provide a way of healing in a sense. Um, I always encourage, like I said, counsel or wise counsel. Um, You got to think about it. Uh, If you have elders in your family, um, sit at their feet and just listen to how they handle things in life. And you can gain some nuggets of wisdom from that. Also, if you have... uh, If you're a member of uh, a church, you have your pastor, or you can join some small groups. They're doing a lot of things uh, with lots of churches these days for uh, Zoom. Because, you know, all the COVID things that are going on. and uh, Some churches are not back in session yet. So, um, with that being said you can tune in um, or you can, who knows, maybe you can do a, uh, a Zoom meeting with your pastor and, and be able to receive some wise counsel there. I mean, you have mentors, um, your friend circle, uh, whatever your circle of influences. is, I, I'm hoping that it also has a, it, that it is a circle of diversity, so to speak. And when I Think diversity in your circle of wise counsel. I'm thinking of ethnicity because you need to, um, you need to get some some words of wisdom from other perspectives, other cultures and ethnicities. Um, you can't have a group of all females and you just get their perspective. No, you need male perspective. So you need men and women in your circle. You're going to need people that are smarter than you. Yes, I said that out loud. (laughs) You need people that are smarter than you. You can't be the smartest one in the room um, when you need counseling. (laughs) You need people that are, like I said, smarter than you because guess what? They will challenge you intellectually. They will challenge you to come higher. We all may not like it at times, but we, we need to be challenged. Um, on all levels, uh, you need people who are in your circle of influence who, um, are for different reasons for finances. So yes, you need to be amongst rich people, middle-class people, and you need to be amongst people who are struggling as well. You need a diverse circle of people to, um speaking to your life that is very, very important, excuse me, very, very important. Because I feel like no matter who you are or what you do in life, the moment you stop learning, you are a disservice to yourself, your family, the community that you serve and whatever title and the capacity in which you serve, home, business, community, church, whatever it is, whatever board you're on, um, whatever league you participate in, whatever, if you stop learning, then you have just like stopped growing. Um, so that is my, my spiel for the day for, uh, being triggered. Um, as you know, I like to do the recap We are bringing things to a close. So as we all know, um, today's Monday and we just made it through um, Resurrection Weekend or some people like to call it Easter Sunday. And you know, I think about stuff like, wow, um, Jesus gave his life for all of us, like, you know, can you imagine a, a love like that? And I I think of the scriptures um, in Job 7 and in Psalms 8 where it talks about, it makes you think. Because it talks about, like, who am I, Lord, that you think so, so much of me? Why am I so important to you for you to sacrifice your son for, uh, for me, you know, for you to stop by every morning and tap me on the shoulder and breathe life, like, wake up, girl, who am I, like, daily, you visit me, and you test me, and, uh, you set things up for me, for, like, little old me, so shout out to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for, the sacrifice and for the true definition of love amen to that um as you all know we I love to talk about music as well so um I've been looking at social media and if you're on social media no matter what social media sites you're on you can't help but see the situation that's going on with uh DMX from various stories um no one knows, like, the exact details because you we're not there. But from generalized summaries, we know that he's in the hospital and that um, it's, he's in serious condition. So I'm a believer, and I so prayer still works. Um, so where are all my believers at? Just keep praying, um, praying for the family, praying for miracles, praying for... You know, deliverance and for healing uh, for him and each and every one of them, um, because that is definitely needed. He is a talented brother and uh, a force to be reckoned with on all levels, in my opinion. Um, In other music uh, biz and in the world, um, there's been a lot of talk about the verses that happen with. Uh, The Isleys and The Elements. I have not caught it yet, but from all of my social media feeds, I heard that it was wonderful. And so it's like when I hear, like when I listen to their songs on the radio, because I'm a Spotify fan. So I make my own little playlist. But when I, that is like some of the most elegant, classy, beautiful type music that uh, is timeless uh, what these guys have brought to the the music industry and shout outs to each and every one of them. So I'm going to close for tonight, guys, and uh, be safe. God bless you. I'm out. A-